Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like you all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Dan Bongino. I have an obligation to come on the air with data and material and research. I can't just say, trade stinks. Thanks for tuning in. The Dan Bongino Show. Well, let's jump right in because we have no time for nonsense. Get ready to hear the truth about America. When I was a young man, I don't remember it being sexy to want to allow a nanny state to control my life. On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Renegade Republican with Dan Bongino. Producer Joe, how are you today? Man, I'm doing real good, Dan. (laughs) I know you're feeling good. Thank you again. We we had a record on... uh, what was it, Tuesday for listenership, and then another record yesterday, all thanks to you. We blew past, just to put this in perspective, thanks to you, folks, a big thanks to you. We did more downloads and listens last night than we did the infi- the entire, the in- <laughs> in- fire. I was going to say entire first, entire first year of our show being in production. So wow. thank you so much. means the world to me. Man, um, you know, I had a, I have a, cu- a couple of stories I, I really want to get to today, but one of them hit me right before I went off the air because it's a perfect example of liberal madness. Uh, I mean, absolute madness about immigration. All right, I'm going to get to that and I'm going to get to some budget stuff and a lot going on in the world. All right. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. You know, I love these guys. They make the best energy product on the market. I get more feedback about this product than uh, than sometimes about the show on a given day. I kid you not. I've, I, sometimes I send Joe some of the emails. It's called Dawn to Dusk, and they really solved a big problem in the energy industry. You know, people have really busy lives. They're running around. They're cops. They're firemen. They're working on a really busy assembly line. They're active CEOs. They're white-collar, blue-collar, working moms. And, you know, you have a cup of coffee, and you need five or six more because you crash an hour later. Same thing with energy drinks. Well, they solved this problem by producing a 10-hour time-release energy capsule great for people who have really active and busy lives. Nice for mood elevation. Gets your energy up. Keeps your energy up. Give it a shot. It's called Dawn to Dusk. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. You will not be disappointed. The feedback on the product's been amazing. All right. So I read this story at Hot Air. It's on my Facebook page now. I will also include it in the show notes. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention it to you because it's just disgusting. So liberals are losing their minds. I mean, literally oh, yeah. losing their minds. And Joe, they're putting us all um, in very real danger. I'm, I'm not. That's not hyperbolic. You know, mm-hmm. I avoid that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I had to kind of tone it down a little bit before I got off the air because I was talking before I got on the air because I was talking to my wife about this. Here's the story: liberals in Denver are now changing the law so that domestic abusers, people who beat their wives and potentially their husbands could be either way, people mm-hmm. who beat their wives get out of jail in less than a year rather than more than a year. Because if you spend more than a year in jail, you may be deported. I'm not kidding, folks. This is an actual This is not a story on The Onion. This is not a story on some of those sarcastic sites that are meant to be intentional fake news. You know, this is a real story in order to protect illegal immigrants from deportation. Now, here's why you may be wondering, what does one have to do with the other? Uh 
if you spend more than a year in jail, 365 days plus in jail, you can pop up on ICE's radar, immigration, uh, you know, immigration enforcement. You can pop up on their radar for deportation. So in order to avoid putting the, putting someone who's potentially here legally or 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 legally, illegally or legally, because mm-hmm. if you're here on a green card, you and you spend 365 plus days in jail, you can be deported as well. So in order to avoid that, they changed the law on domestic abuse so that domestic abusers would get out in 364 days in the event that they're illegal so they would not be deported. Folks, this is madness. This is ma- you understand the party of JFK is dead, gone, buried, put a nail in it. It is over. They have lost their collective minds. The Democrats, I have warned you repeatedly. I, I don't mean to impugn the integrity of all Democrats. There are certainly good people out there. But the liberal wing of the party has lost its mind and is putting you in very real, active right now, clear and present danger. Make no mistake. Man. If you are the victim, if you are a, 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 a an abused woman in a, a horrible domestic relationship, where someone in that household is literally beating you, you now, Joe, here, but they made, they made one carve-out, Joe, because remember, liberals are compassionate. Oh. You know what the carve-out is? No. If you're arrested three times for beating your spouse, oh. then you can spend more than a year in jail. Oh, d- well, there you go. That solves the problem. Well, if your spouse is still alive. if you're Exactly. I was just thinking that you read my mind. If you're lucky to live through it. Oh. Folks, you know what? I I love, love, love doing this show. I do. That's why I never take a vacation. I never take a break. And frankly, I'd probably do it for free if I could afford to pay Joe and and the cost to put it on the air every day. Because I really enjoy it and I enjoy evangelizing the cause. But I can't emphasize to you enough that liberalism is a cancer. It's not the analogy I always use. It's not just that liberalism doesn't do what it says it does. It's not just that it doesn't help people. They claim to be compassionate to help people. It, the point is not that it doesn't do that because it doesn't. The point is that it actively hurts people. The analogy I always use, is if you fall on the sidewalk mm. and I'm, I'm following you and I don't help you up, that's bad enough. Me not helping you. That is, I did, that, that's the example of not helping. Mm-hmm. That's one degree of ideological depravity, fostering a policy that says it's going to help, which doesn't. And I say ideological depravity because it still costs money. So you're asking people to pay for programs that aren't doing what they're saying they're doing. Okay, Joe? Yeah. But another level of depravity is when you fall on the sidewalk and you go to get up and I punch you in the face to keep you down. I've now not only taken someone's money to punch you in the face by taxing it away, because that's how governments are run, but I've taken it to punch you in the face after I stole your wallet. Folks, they have descended into pure madness. They are now letting domestic abusers out. Now, I, I'm going to link to the piece in the show notes because it's a, it's in... It's a beyond disturbing piece because there's another story in there about the the the... The cascade of madness that has just taken over the liberals. They are insane with rage against Trump. They will do anything, including let women, domestic violence victims, be beaten up again. You have to be beaten up three times now, three times before your abuser spends more than a year in jail. There's another story, you know, I had not heard. I had not heard. Did a little Tommy two times there. (laughs) 
I didn't know this, Joe. Do you remember the story recently in Boston, those two prominent doctors that were murdered? It was oh, all yeah. over the nationals. Yeah. yeah, you heard the story. I didn't know this. Oh, they I- were murdered by a legal, not illegal, a legal immigrant yeah. who was here on a green card. Now, why does that matter? Because on the green card, the same rule applies. You spend over a year in jail, you're eligible potentially for deportation, okay? Want to be clear on what we're talking about here. I know. So you know where we're going with this? So what happened? This guy who murdered these two uh, doctors in Boston had been arrested twice for armed robbery. Mm -hmm. And both times in this liberal city, both times the lawyers successfully argued to get him out of jail early 364 days rather than a year or more yes. in order to prevent him from, you heard this before? Yes. Yes, and, I have. Is I mean, is it's uh, perverse, uh, man. I mean, this, that's per, all you I know, perverse. Say. I'm looking for adjectives to adequately describe it. Um, you know, with w- without disturbing you with hyperbole because it distracts you from the real case. Folks, we are living in a time where you have one party that's broken, okay? We, no question. You have the Republican Party's broken, right? It's fractured. Yeah. You have a string of populism. You have fake rhinos. The only thing working in the Republican Party right now, just to be crystal clear, is conservatives and libertarians, because at least they're principled. Everything else is broken. It's broken. It's fractured. But you have another party that I cannot say this enough has descended into pure madness that is putting you in real danger. Here's one more story. I'm going to move on because I don't want to beat this thing to death. I want you to stew on this and think about what I told you today. If you choose to be a liberal. How you would prefer people be beaten in their homes rather than enforce immigration policy. Another story, Washington Times, put this in the show notes as well today. The Obama administration, a whistleblower, just came out and released documents. No one's disputing at all. They're CBP, Customs Protect, Customs Border Protection. They are put it, no one's disputing the authenticity of the documents at all. CBP whistleblower put out the fact that the Obama administration knowingly admitted 16 MS-13 gang members into the country who were stopped at the border by CBP because they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to stop the the unaccompanied adult uh, 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 no unaccompanied uh, children. Part. Remember that program where all those people were flooding oh, yeah. across the border. Mm-hmm. So in order to not highlight and bring any unnecessary attention to the UAC program unaccompanied uh, adult children that what did they do uh excuse me unaccompanied minors they uh they let them go they let 16 of them go and spread them out into the communities folks this is unbelievable this is unknown gang members were spread into the community by the obama administration knowingly and willingly putting you in danger to not jeopardize the fact that they wanted people to pour over the border who were unaccompanied by adults uh, folks, you know, I, I can't tell you who to vote for. I, I All I can do is put out the facts. These things actually happen. This is the real world we live in today, where you have one broken party and you have one party that is a very real dangerous threat to a clear and present danger to the United States of America. There is no question. about. And you know what? The media will absolve these people of any responsibility at all because they are total, complete hacks. It's just completely disgusting. Man, you know, mm-hmm. so um, is it, and let me just break from the macabre storylines for a second. Um, so I'm watching on TV now, the Secret Service uh, working Trump. He's headed over to NATO, speak at NATO headquarters right now. It just reminds me, these foreign trips, folks, are just unbelievable. You know, when you go over there, you know, you have no, keep in mind, when you're a Secret Service agent on an overseas foreign trip, you have no law enforcement powers at all. And I, I'm not going to go into this in detail because I got a lot to get through news-wise, but 
it's really just the trust system. I mean, when you go overseas to Brussels or wherever it may be, you know, when I did the foreign advance in Indonesia and the Czech Republic and Afghanistan, they let you carry your weapons and, you know, they, they let you do your protection operation. But the reality is if they said guys beat it and Trump still decided to go, there's nothing we could do about it. Hmm. So it was just interesting when we went to the Czech Republic. I remember this one story about the trains, this, this transportation advance guy. I was the lead. And he's like, listen, I got these trains are crossing in front of the motorcade. You know, what do we want us to do? And I, I remember that they were giving him a little bit of a headache about what to do with the trains. And it just reminded me, like, when we pile in there on the C-17s with the weapons and the equipment and everything else, it's like the train comes to town. And I think everybody on the ground realizes the gravity of what's going to happen. Like, when we pile in with the president, that bubble travels, folks. I'm telling you, it's the most impressive thing, impressive thing on earth. All of a sudden, like, the whole attitude changed. Like, oh, yeah, they'll stop the trains. They'll do the it was just like... Everything I've seen it in every foreign country I'm at where, and they were really nice. The checks were super professional and one of the best security services I ever worked from that. That's not just lip service. They really work great. But you know, in other foreign countries, I went through the same thing where they give you a little, well, well this isn't going to happen. And this isn't going to happen. I remember one specific country where they didn't want to shut down this main road. The guy told me that's never happened. That's never, we, we we've run races and we haven't shut that down. Like uh, it, it's going to stay open. And as the, as the plane landed with all the stuff, I was like, you're going to shut it down. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll shut it down. No problem. <laughs> you know, when it comes to town, you're going to, get run over by it if you don't take care of business all right a couple more stories i saw one i'm going to put this in the show notes too because it's a really important story again about how the power of liberal media narratives and how false narratives they 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 are spread as actual truth and people believe them joe how many times have you heard this this prime the pump you know government spending is stimulus nonsense and the media reported as actual fact mm. i mean it, it's 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 up there with the, the Clinton surplus and tax cuts cost the government money meme as a false narrative that's penetrated into the psyche of the modern American liberal. And frankly, most moderate Americans, too, who hear this and believe it. They believe that government spending can stimulate the economy. You hear it all the time. Like, mm -hmm. oh, we're going to do infrastructure and or Obama's or we're going to do this stimulus. Folks, this stuff is all junk and garbage. So I don't want to go into the really wonky details of this piece at Cato, but I will put it in the show notes, too. But there's an Alan uh, Reynolds piece at Cato, which is, again, liberals, I know this is hard for you, facts and data, but it just blows your dopey liberal theory out of the water that somehow government spending leads in any way to economic growth or productivity. Now, Joe, I know numbers don't matter to liberals mm. at all, but the, I'm just going to give you three quick bullet points where if you're a dopey liberal who believes that government spending in any way leads to economic growth, I'm going to show you how your numbers are completely, totally wrong. Now, I'm under no illusions that that's going to change your mind. Because what you believe in is religion. You don't believe in a political ideology because a political ideology is based in some facts and data and policies at work to back it up. That's not what liberalism is. Liberalism is a religion that has blind faith in a bunch of bullet points. Government is a benevolent force in our life. Government spending stimulates the economy. We're wonderful. Conservatives are evil. We care about people. None of that is in any way based in fact, okay? None. Zero. That's not based in fact. It's nonsense. All right. So here it is. This is a great piece. And I'll put this in the show notes. I encourage you to read it. It's a little wonky, but I'll break it down for you. Right. Alan Reynolds shows some data here about years where we've run really heavy government deficits 
and the nominal GDP, in other words, not G- growth, our gross domestic product, what we're actually producing. Mm-hmm. So if just to break this down for you simply, if liberals are right, which they never are, but if liberals are right, years where we ran heavy government debt and annual deficits should correlate with years of relatively decent economic growth, right, Joe? If you believe government yeah. can stimulate the economy, then saying government could stimulate the economy would mean that spent government spending would lead to increased nominal GDP. Right. Now, he uses this thing called cyclically adjusted, uh, what is it, cyclically adjusted deficits, which is just to explain quickly what that is. He wipes out a lot of automatic stabilizers. So in other words, when unemployment goes up, the government spends more money on things like unemployment insurance, SNAP benefits. So this is adjusted for that. So this is, a, this is a figure, in other words, designed to prove the point that when the government spends on infrastructure and stuff like that, if Paul Krugman and the liberals are right, then that should stimulate the economy. So it's adjusted for that, just to be clear, okay? All right. From 1972 to 1981, the growth of nominal GDP was extremely rapid. This is a quote from the piece, 10.5% a year, yet cyclically adjusted deficits were below average at just negative 2.2% of GDP. Okay. Hmm. Economic growth strong. GDP was, uh, was high. I mean, uh, uh, excuse me, debts were low. Folks, again, 72 to 81. Economic growth was strong. Government debts relatively low. From 1994 to 2001, cyclically adjusted deficit was nearly zero. Remember, this is cyclically adjusted. Yet, nominal GDP grew at a relatively brisk 5.9%. Again, Mm. deficits low, economic growth high. Liberals, pay attention for a second, you dopes. Pay attention. Here it is again. Here's another one. Again, I have no illusions whatsoever. This will crack through these guys. From 2009 to 2012, the Obama years, cyclically adjusted deficits were by far the highest in recorded U.S. history, averaging negative 8.1% of GDP. These are all quotes from the piece. This uniquely high Obama deficit, these are uniquely high Obama deficits, were conventionally labeled a fiscal stimulus, yet nominal GDP growth was a record low of just 2.4% a year. Libs. I hate being a conservative sometimes. I hate it because you want to smack these people rhetorically in the face because they're so dumb. They can never, they have to torture statistics to make a point. And their point is universally always wrong. I just gave you three data. Please rewind and listen to that again. Three times. And and by the way, the Reynolds piece goes, it's a lot more, it's a lot deeper than this. Because you may say, oh, you're just cherry picking certain years. Read the piece. Trust me, there's more. But he goes through a clear correlation between government spending, increased deficits, and low growth. Then he goes through another period where he shows decreased government deficits, decreased government spending, and high growth. I Again, Libs, I get it. I know that's a lot for you, and numbers and math are hard. I get it. But I just ask you for once, will you just wake up and smell the dog? Just for once... And I'm bringing this up now, not because it's some esoteric, otherworldly topic. I'm bringing it up because there's an argument going on right now about the Trump budget. The Trump budget, you will see media people who know nothing. These pe- Watching these people do economics is comical. As I said yesterday in a tweet, they can't even do journalism. And they're trying to do <laughs> financial economics, which is absolutely hysterical. It's hysterical to watch. Media journalists, in my experience, 
I'm not kidding, collectively, not all of them, are some of the dumbest people on the planet. I'm, I'm serious. I've met them. I've talked to them. You're like, uh, what? Really? They are real. There are some foreign affairs journalists who are bright, but very rarely do you get a guy who even has an average IQ or woman. They're not <laughs> that bright, okay? But watching them talk about the Trump budget is hysterical. Folks, the Trump budget at $4.1 trillion, you understand, right, that that's more money than we spent last year? Mm-hmm. We spent $4.06 trillion last year. But they're talking about it, Joe. People are going to die. Children Kids will are die. Gonna, you, yeah. you saw that? Did you run that on the CBM yeah, show this yeah, morning? Yeah, ad nauseum. People will die. Children will die. Old ladies will die. Puppies will die. Fireflies everywhere are going to perish. Dogs and cats are going <laughs> to fall from the sky. Lightning yeah. is going to strike you down. Folks. This is why no one takes these clowns seriously anymore. Nobody. You have been saying grandma, puppies, and infants are going to die for literally 50 years. Yep. And it never happens. And yet the media, these morons, still run with these stories as if it's fact. It's unreal. It's it's like they are immune to a basic fact check. People are going to die. We're spend if people so let's just do this thing called logic for the liberal dopes out there. I am pissed today, so let's not make any mistakes yeah, about it. I kind of I'm tired felt of that. putting yeah. people in danger. It's just ridiculous. So if we're spending, keep in mind the Trump budget is it is not going to pass anyways. It is, but the hyperbole is unreal. So if we're spending four point one trillion next year and people are going to die, why aren't people dying now at four point zero six trillion? Just asking. I'm just asking. How are people not dead everywhere? Where are the dead children? Where are the dead grandmas? Why isn't why aren't people dying now? Even worse, as I brought up in yesterday's show, Bill Clinton last year in office. Democrats love to rave about the Clinton economy. Inflation adjusted was a two point two trillion dollar budget. Why are oh my god, Joe? If people are dying at four point one trillion. Where were the mass casualties in the Clinton years? <laughs> Folks, where are the coffins? Where are the dead babies, grandmas, puppies, and every? Where are they? You guys are nuts. And I'm begging you as a listener to this show, who I adore, to not be a sucker for this stupidity. You know, you wonder why people genuinely have, have disdain for the media. This is why. They're just nothing but liars. They foster these narratives. People are going to die. Government spending is benevolent, leads to economic growth. There is zero evidence that that's true. And yet they keep saying it. It doesn't matter. Tax cuts are going to cost the government money. You're just making that up. You are literally just making that up. Has it happened in some cases? Yes. Has it happened in other cases where tax cuts raised money for the government? Yes. But you don't talk about that in the real world. I do. Oh my gosh, is it infuriating? All right, hey, I, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, I got to do these reads in the middle, and I, I sometimes it's good because take a breath, bro. Yeah, it does me take a breath. <laughs> but uh, hey, if you signed up for CRTV yet, my show, we are in the end stages of rocking and rolling. I expect an announcement soon on the date, but you need to get in there now. I'd really appreciate it. We're getting tremendous feedback on the network, CRTV.com. We have Mark Levin show. 
We have Steve Crowder's show, Steve Dace's show, Michelle Malkin's show. We've got a really great lineup over there. It's all commercial free, all available for about the price of a turkey sandwich a month. I can't, you can't beat that. You see what's happening right now with these advertisers targeting shows on cable news. Get, we need to get out of that whole model. It's just ridiculous. These liberals are just a bunch of clown goofballs. Media matters. But this is what we do. We give you commercial free content. It's the best conservative content out there. You watch it once, you'll be hooked. Go to CRTV.com. I'll give you a promo code. You get a few bucks off. Promo code's Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Go to CRTV.com. Sign up today. Send me your reviews, too. I'd love to read them. Uh, yeah, all right. So we talked about the uh, the immigration story. We talked about the power of media narratives. Here's a couple other things. There's a story about Obamacare that came out yesterday with the CB. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't mean to sound scatterbrained, but there's an unemployment story, a Down syndrome story I read in the Wall Street Journal. And I just, you know, I got to prioritize what I get to on the show. Mm -hmm. So the CBO estimate came out yesterday for Obamacare. And again, along the theme of the show, the lines of the show we've been talking about now about false media narratives, the CBO estimate came out for the House plan that already passed the House Obamacare replacement plan, the American Health Care Act. Right. And in that CBO estimate, again, just to be clear, it said that 24 million Americans were going to choose not to get insurance if. Um, if this thing passes now, the media, again, just made up a new narrative. What's the new narrative, Joe, that we're going to replace a few letters, not that uh, the media, that not that 24 million Americans were going to choose to not have insurance. It was 24 million Americans are going to lose insurance. Right. Now, keep in mind. That's a totally different argument, folks. The CBO report was very clear. And in essence, it said this. It said that when you drop the individual mandate, and forgive me if you've heard this before on the show, but I I'm not. I'm not bringing it up even to discuss Obamacare. I'm doing it. I'm bringing this up to discuss you how the media lies to idiots and they suck it up and regurgitate stupid false narratives. And then they pretend you're the dope. It's like, oh, you don't know. 24 million are going to lose insurance. How are they going to lose it? You mean it's going to be stolen from them? Um, uh, is, um, is it? Um, no, they're going to choose not to have insurance. So again, the CBO report backs up every Republican narrative about Obamacare you've ever heard, that it's overpriced and it sucks so bad mm -hmm. that when the IRS doesn't penalize people for not buying it, people will dump it in droves. And yet the Democrats and the media celebrate this as some kind of a huge policy victory, Joe. They're like, look, these Republicans yeah. are so bad. 24 million people are going to lose insurance. Um, OK, that's not what it said. It said your plan sucks so bad, Obamacare, that there are millions of people, tens of millions, looking to get away from it. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is. It, it is. Some days I get up in the morning and I'm super stoked about the show like today. But I, I you know, I, I. It's frustrating. It really is, because you. It's like you're, you know, you're reading a book and you know how it ends every time, and yet you're still forced to read the book. And this is it with the media. You know how this is going to end every time. They're going to lie to you. Yet there is a good portion of Americans, almost none in the Republican Party. The last poll I saw is um, 11 percent uh, approval rating for the media, or no, 11 percent of the people consider them a trustworthy source on the Republican side. So Republicans have, have ignored the media's done with them. Forget it. But there are Democrats who take the media seriously, which is really disturbing. But what's amazing to me is they ignored on the CBO report about the American Health Care Act. They ignored, and I'm not a fan of that plan, just to be clear, but they ignored all the good stuff that came out of it. They focused on the 24 million that were going to choose not to have insurance, not lose, according mm -hmm. to their stupid story. But Joe, here's a couple of tidbits here they left out. 
or they'll put it in there with a caveat. There was going to be a $992 billion tax cut as a, as a result of this bill. And I don't really trust CBO numbers. But again, I'm just telling you what they report in the media is largely, not all, but is largely left out. $1.2 trillion less in government, $1.1 trillion less in government spending. It's going to lead to lower premiums for most Americans, according to this bill. But again, none of that mattered. They, it was completely ignored in favor of a false narrative that people are buying. So when your friends say to you, oh, well, 24 million people are going to lose insurance. No, 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 no. It's not what it said. That is not what it said. It said, choose. There's a big difference. But they won't tell you that. They won't tell you any of that. And here's another thing yesterday that came out about Obamacare. Again, the media ignored, almost complete, almost universally ignored. Health and Human Services put out some data yesterday, Joe. Mm. The average premiums in the individual market in the 39 Obamacare exchanges, not every state has an exchange right there run by the government there, are going up 105%. That's going to mean $3,000 more for the average family under Obamacare. But it doesn't matter. The <sighs> Dems will avoid any responsibility whatsoever. Any. Because the media, they are the most dangerous, pernicious force in American politics today. Because it's not that people are, I love Rush, I listen to him every day, but it's not that, I, I think he's wrong. He, he calls them low information voters. And I, I, I never liked that term because it's not that they, it, they don't have a low, they have a high amount of information. It's not low. It's just all the wrong information. And, and the media does this. The media is the most dangerous force in American politics today. And it's a shame because a free country genuinely needs a free, open and fair media. And it's just it's just not happening. It's just not happening. You have a propaganda machine out there that is leading the Democratic Party to its doom. It's just incredible. And people suck it up. Oh, another story about Obamacare yesterday, again, that nobody's telling you. Blue Cross Blue Shield pulled out of Kansas, pulled out of Missouri yesterday, cited a hundred million dollar loss. Ladies and gentlemen, think about what I just told you. Now there are areas of the country in Kansas and Missouri that are left with no insurance companies at all because they lost a hundred million dollars in the Obamacare exchanges. Mm. Keep it up, Libs. Keep it up. All right. I, I do want to talk about this story, too. I'm going to leave you with this one because it's a it's a it's a personal story. Uh, for me because I'm just a really passionate pro-lifer. I, I understand there are differences of opinion on this issue. I, I get it. And uh, I, I just, if you, if you don't believe in life, the tax argument doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're dead, you know, what are we arguing about taxes for? If the, if the Republican party is not openly support life from conception to natural death, uh, then, then it's, it's, it's a completely wasted effort. There was a story I read in the wall street journal today. It's just really disturbing. There is a, ad running in Europe, Joe, um, a, a child with Down syndrome saying how, and it's a touching ad if you watch it, that, that mm -hmm. she can still love you. Like if you're the parent of a Down syndrome child, that I may not be able to do everything, you know, but I can love you. It's a touching ad. I mean, I want to yeah. try not to get too choked up like talking about it because this is a very sensitive topic for me. But there are, there are, Groups in Europe, specifically in France, that are trying to pull this ad from the air. And one of the reasons they're trying to pull it from the air, Joe, you're never going to believe this, is that people who have aborted children with Down syndrome found it to be, quote, violent. Now, folks, this is really sick. I mean, again, fitting with the theme of the show, not only the false media narratives, but the dangers of the liberal movement in America. This is sick. This is the devaluing of a human life 
and associating speech with violence because they want they don't care. Liberal. It's a nihilistic party. This is a tactic by the liberals. They've taken on college campuses and they've taken everywhere to suppress conservative speech. And the reason they do this, you have to always be clear on this, crystal clear. Liberals know and fully understand that people will generally support free speech. But what they know people won't support is violence. So they associate speech with violence, although it's it's a non sequitur. It makes no sense at all because it's a propaganda effort to get you to believe that speech can, in fact, hurt you physically and that they're doing this everywhere. Violence, safe spaces. Whenever you see that, shut that right down. It is a deliberative effort to shut down conservative speakers. It's a damn shame. All right, folks. Sorry about the tone of the show today. I'm just genuinely, you know, sometimes I get really PO'd at these libs. I mean, there are things happening all around the world that you can directly attribute to liberal policies. And if we don't call them out, it's just going to continue unabated. So we got to stop it. We got to be like, uh, you know, uh, Negan from uh, The Walking Dead. We need to shut that down every single time. All right, folks, I'll talk to you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but... Are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.